0: In one year's time, and in some instances, not even a full year, the Pittsburgh Steelers have made incredible strides. And if you look at the future, if you look at what's next, that next step in the ladder has got to be a good one. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers to go, your daily to go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on youtube.com slash all Steelers talk or anywhere you get your podcasts. And today, today I'm taking a little bit of a life lesson and I'm going to put it into the Steelers because I think it's relevant. So today's my birthday. I turn, I'm not going to tell you how old I turn. In my head, I'm turning old. But I've had conversations over the last couple of days about the steps. That I have taken and that other loved ones have taken, and how progress is always there, even if you don't identify it. Because everybody's obviously looking for the end goal, which is whatever, whatever your dream is. And for the Pittsburgh Steelers, it's to win a Super Bowl. And everybody seems to ignore the steps that you take to get there, or at least ignore them as they're happening without acknowledging oh, okay, look at that actually did get better. We are working our way towards something. And I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are a lot closer to being great again than people want to imagine or want to believe. And I'm not saying the fan base. I think the fan base acknowledges how good the Steelers can be. But I think there's a lot of people. I mean, I heard 93.7 The Fan the other day, Doug Whaley was on there, and he was saying how far the Steelers were from actually going to the playoffs and competing with guys like Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. Maybe that's true. But you got to think that they're a lot closer to that step than they are farther away. And I think that's the part that people seem to misinterpret is, yeah, maybe they couldn't have competed for a Super Bowl this season. The expectation shouldn't have been that they could compete for a Super Bowl this season. They have a rookie quarterback. What Brock Party doing right now shouldn't be happening. But you look at the future, and even the immediate future, and you feel very good about how far this team's actually come. We could talk Kenny Pickett, and we're going to talk Kenny Pickett, but just look at the defensive side of the ball. The Steelers went from the worst rushing team in football, the worst defensive rushing team in football, to the ninth best rushing team in football. I don't know how it happened. I don't know if Larry Joby is just that good, but the Steelers found a place for everybody, brought in Brian Flores, and you have to give him his flowers as well, and made the improvement and made a drastic one. They still have answers at Inside Linebacker or questions at Inside Linebacker to answer, And they have to replace Joby and Chris Wormley, and they got to go find guys to be solidified starters on the defensive line. 100%. But this team found a formula that works. That's big. You look at a team that two years ago couldn't come up with the football if they tried. If it wasn't Minka Fitzpatrick, who in many people's eyes had a down year because he had 100 tackles, but he didn't have six interceptions. The Steelers defense was not forcing a turnover. Wasn't happening. This past season, they led the league in interceptions. And Minka Fitzpatrick tied the league in most interceptions. That is improvement. That is drastic Improvement. And I'm sorry, but if you're going to go face a team like Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow and people are going to make arguments that, oh, well, the Steelers can't compete with a guy like Josh Allen or Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, maybe they can't put up 45 points, but if their defense could play well enough to hold them to 20, they have an opportunity. That's where it starts. That's where all football games start. Yes, it's become a quarterback league. It's always been a quarterback league, but it's become these flashy, crazy quarterback leagues. But if you have a dominant defense, you can do what the San Francisco 49ers are doing. You can do what the Philadelphia Eagles are doing. You're able to win football games with a dominant defense. The Steelers defense, it's right there. They got to figure out what they're doing at cornerback, and I don't think you let Cam Sutton go. I think if anything, you build to that room and you add a rookie, a really top-tier rookie, you bring back Cam Sutton and you allowed that group to cook. You do not let Terrell Edmonds walk or Demonte KZ if you could rework a deal there as well. And then you go find some inside linebackers and you find some defensive linemen, and you hope that they are just as good without Brian Flores as they were with Brian Flores. But I think they will be. And I think you'll see the same success as long as you get the right guys. Then there's the offense, which is in the same boat. The Steelers a year ago had nobody to get open except for Deontay Johnson. They were working with Ray Ray McLeod as a dominant wide receiver in big time moments. He was the guy that was getting the football. Now they have Deontay Johnson found his groove with Kenny Pickett late in the season and you have to expect that to grow they have a guy in Steven Sims that I think that they like and I think they could enjoy in a depth piece a guy in Calvin Austin who hasn't even stepped on the field yet but everybody keeps talking about how excited he is and how excited they are to see him and then they have George Pickens who is a superstar in the making, does not have a catch radius, comes down with 50-50 balls 100% of the time, and is an absolute freak who just makes jaw-dropping catches time and time again. Pat Fryermuth has taken his game to a new level, and Connor Hayward has provided some depth. Derek Watt has found a role in the offense, and a year ago, Everybody was talking about how Najee Harris needs somebody behind him because the Steelers are going to run him into the ground. It was a major concern for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Their fan base was losing their mind, me included, over the fact that Najee Harris was going to touch the football 400 times a season until he couldn't do it anymore. Well, they found a pretty dominant number two in Jalen Warren, who's only going to enter his second year of the NFL, and an offensive line that looks to click, and even if they replaced the left side, a year ago, this was the worst offensive line in football by a mile and a half. It was so bad that Najee Harris made it known how hard it was to run behind. The offense couldn't do anything whatsoever. And Ben Roethlisberger's final season was two-step dropbacks because he couldn't drop back three steps. Otherwise, he wasn't getting the football out. That's how bad this group was. A year later, Mason Cole is a solidified center. James Daniels is the building block. Chuksa Akorafor is going to stick around and earn a big contract. Maybe you keep Dan Moore at left tackle, but at worst case scenario, he's a good reserve piece. And Kevin Dotson falls into that same category. The Steelers found at least pieces to their offensive line. That's a huge step forward from a year ago. And then at quarterback, well, they made the hardest adjustment you could make in football. Replacing a Hall of Famer. They got rid of Ben Roethlisberger as he sailed into retirement. And they, amongst a lot of panic and a bad year of quarterbacks, a very bad year for quarterbacks in the NFL draft. Made the right move and found a guy who could actually play in the NFL and who looks to be pretty good who has an it factor, even if he's not able to go score 35 points right now, he has an it factor, and that's all you were looking for in a rookie. Nobody's going to win the Super Bowl in year one of their NFL career. It doesn't happen, and if Brock Purdy does it, I'll shut up. But I just have a very hard time believing that 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 dream, that magical run is going to end with Mr. Irrelevant hosting a Lombardi. Hoisting a Lombardi. Rookie quarterbacks don't win Super Bowls. What they do do is show you if they got it or not. Kenny Pickett showed he's got it. Think about that. Think about the year span that the Steelers have gone through. One year from 2021 to 2022. Think about how much progress this team has made between my last birthday and my current one. Because that's how I do everything. I'm close enough where... I get to fall close to New Year's so I could go birthday to birthday and I analyze everything birthday to birthday. And I woke up this morning and my first thought was, in one year's span, my life has drastically gotten better. I've taken pretty cool steps. And people around me have also taken really nice, positive steps headed towards great things. And then I thought, Wow. The Pittsburgh Steelers have done the same thing. And they're not there yet. They're not a Super Bowl team. And not making the playoffs seems like a step backwards. But if you if you just break it all down and look at it piece for piece, the Steelers have made significant strides in 365 days. They have taken a team with so many problems And turned it into a very promising team for the next season. I don't know. That's a pretty good step to be on the stairway to success. And if you're looking at the ladder and you're saying, okay, well, the top ladder is the Super Bowl. The Steelers are easily at least one step, if not more closer than they were a year ago. So Doug Whaley or whoever could say how far away it is. Now, the Steelers are getting closer by the day.